Hello and welcome to Our Diva Toss from GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm John. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games. Hi, John. Hey, Shella. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> Drew can't be with us today, so our overlord and glorious leader, John Breeden, is with us. Yeah, who, who authorized Drew to take a vacation? What are these things? I, I know. <laughs> well, you know us Brits. Uh, we like to go on holiday a lot. That's right. Don't you have like a mandatory month where you take off or something? <laughs> <laughs> we should do. That sounds like a good idea. I think that might be France. <laughs> yeah, I think that is France, actually. <laughs> so do you want to introduce today's topic John? yeah absolutely so the 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 new mass effect game will be coming out in uh uh allegedly march of uh 2017 um so uh we got to see a little bit of a trailer uh for it at e3 um and you know a little bit of information trickles out here and there and uh gosh they do a good job of of just giving us little crumbs and making us really really want that cake um yeah so we're just going to talk about the uh the 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 few things that we would hopefully like to see in the uh the new mass effect game yeah cool um so i kick it off yeah absolutely absolutely i mean uh, you generously allowed me to do the uh the introduction but it's it's actually your <laughs> your uh idea so you, why don't why don't you go first <laughs> okay well i was just like i was having a look through some sort of e3 and post e3 um interviews and um it was um Interest, you know, like some people were going, you know, why didn't you carry on Shepard's story or whatever? I think I'm actually glad it's not um, Shepard that's um, leading this new story. So I think that's one of the things that I put as my, one of my wants for the new game is like um, a whole new, a, a new hero, basically. Um, because I, I think the, the Shepard story was pretty much, um, it was told, it's it done. Um, you know, whether, you know, regardless of the ending and whether you liked it or the quality of the ending, um, you know, for me, that arc was finished. You know, I, you know, had my love affair with Kaida. I'd saved the world in some sort of way, kind of. And, you know, she'd, she'd risen from, you know, what was it? It was a rise from hero to legend or whatever. And I just felt that story was complete. So I'm quite excited uh, to, you know, because uh, in the interviews they said that it's a, a younger crew who are less experienced, so they're not already, you know, this great leader. It's about becoming the hero and becoming the leader, and so I'm quite excited about that. It does take place um, many, many years after the Shepherd saga, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So what they could do, what I hope they do, is um, they could, however, finish the Shepherd story, you know, in you know some sort of historical text or something like that. Because I would like to know, you know, there was a whole thing at the end of Mass Effect Three where it was like, you know, did did Shepherd live or did Shepherd die in the yeah. attack? And if, if you pick the right like series of stupid events, like you could see him breathe at the at the very end and stuff. So it yeah. would be nice to, you know, find a data cube or something or a plaque or something in the game that would explain the canon ending, 
you know, what yeah. what should have happened, what did happen to Shepard, which you would think would be historical record in a future society, since, like you say, he you did become a legend in the in the first yeah, series. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure there will be something like that. I mean, it might be quite cool if there's like, I don't know. Um, I don't know some sort of technical term that you know, like we, ha- you know, we name telescopes after mm-hmm. great scientists or something, or some sort of theory or some, you know, it would be quite good if. There's... Well, then I'll bring this up. Don't forget, if you if you played all of the side quests, there is a Shepherd Vi, which theoretically could still be alive. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so you never know. That might be one of the artifacts we find somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Somehow it's reached another galaxy altogether. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so that would be, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. It would be good to have a new story, but it would be also good, like you say, to have some canon from the old story. Mm-hmm. So what have you got um, in your, well, in your I, file? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm not asking for too much, but... I don't I don't think I am. I, I would just like to see it be a little more open world. I mean, that seems to be the trend these days to have kind of well, I guess it, guess the term would be open universe. I mean, I, I kind of want it to be more open. And I mean, I know like in all the other Mass Effects, you, you could pretty much fly anywhere in the in the galaxy. But all you could really do when you got to planets was um you know, spin the planets and look for resources and do the mining and stuff like that. I, I kind of, I kind and then occasionally you'd run into a planet and it's like, Oh, there's a distress beacon here. So there'd be like a little mini mission or something that you could do, but mm-hmm. you kind of had to find them. I, I kind of was hoping that this one would be a little bit more open world where maybe when you go to those planets, um, you could actually, you know, do something on them or more of the planets would yeah. have, you know, stuff that you could do other than just like walking around the Citadel, you know, may, yeah. where you could actually go and maybe there's a society and I, I don't know, you could get involved with um, side. I mean, not to get too fallout, but I don't know, grow crops or something. I mean, but, you know, just just a little bit more open, open world feel kind of more of like a GTA or a, or a fallout or something where um, the world is just kind of a little bit more explorable and. You weren't, you're not, it's, you're not kind of like on rails as far as the storyline and then everything else is kind of peripheral to it. I kind of wish, you know, I kind of hope there's more you can do. And I think there's a chance that that might happen based on what we've seen um, where it's a new galaxy and you're supposed to be out exploring it. You know, it's not like, uh, it's not like you're defending a known galaxy from like some giant threat. You're kind of exploring a new, a new place. Um, So I don't know. I, I think it would be cool if, the more open world they can make it, the happier I'll be. So I'll just put, leave it okay. at that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm not that into open world. Um, I just think the obsession with open world can just be really distracting, especially when... Um, and wait, wait, this is coming from the girl who's looking forward to No Man's Sky? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but that's that's pretty much all. That's its MO, isn't it? You know, about that's what it's there for, whereas um, a Bioware game is about the story and the characters. Mm, that's true. And I just think an, an open world where, you know, you could, like, settle down and grow cr- crops on a planet, it's, like, really distracting from the narrative. You know, it's going to be really hard to keep that balance if you've got a sort of 
I mean, I think there will be more elements of open world. And I think partly because of, um, you know, the, the, the warm reception, huge anticipation for No Man's Sky. I think it's almost like this huge pressure on anyone who sends a game into space. Oh, yeah, because people are going <laughs> to be like, well, here's a planet. Why can't I land on it? Exactly. Around, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but I just hope it doesn't become Fallout because... I just find them too sprawling and too huge, and I just want a really great story, and you know, I, I want a well-crafted narrative as opposed to just loads of things to do and collect or whatever in in the scope of a Mass Effect game. Right? I yeah, I, I mean, I can so, I can see I can see your side of it definitely. Um, yeah, where you kind of want yeah. that story, but I mean, I I think. Uh, I don't know. I think that a company like BioWare could, could theoretically do both. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, they've they've always given us the good story, you know. Yeah. Adding the open world element, I think, would kind of be like stretching for them. It kind of like growing, growing them as a company. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, with Fallout, yeah. you can always. You don't have to grow crops. I mean, that's what I. I last night I was on. I, I saw you were on the PlayStation Network. I don't know if you saw. I I logged on. It was late. It was like one in the morning here, and I I played for like three hours, and all I did was like grow settlements and build fortresses and stuff. You know, I, I just I like doing stuff like that. But you don't have to. You could just follow the yeah. plot and, and do it. But I don't know. I just I just like I go back to my original when we did our game our our best favorite games, and I I mm. brought up Star. Starflight. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Starflight Star was a DOS game, and you yeah. could go to any planet and land and drive your little rover around and stuff. And I thought that yeah. was really cool. So maybe maybe there's a happy medium in there for. for yeah, I think I, I think yeah, I think because I mean, <laughs> I put down. I think that I'm a bit more negative than you. <laughs> things I don't <laughs> want to see in the, in the next half of it because the blooming planet scanner thing. Although I was really completed with with Mass with Mass Effect, and I'm not really a completed gamer, but I loved that game so much that I scanned every freaking planet oh, yeah. for every resource going. And I think there might have been a reason to get the best ending as well. I think you had to get loads of resources or something, didn't you, um, to get your ship really. Yeah, I mean, I I did that, I did that too, and I I enjoyed it doing quite dull. I I will say yes, I'm I'm I did the same thing you did. I looked for all the resources, and I I went to star systems that had nothing to do with anything. That yeah. Was just, oh, maybe I'll find some platinum, more platinum here for my. I've got five exactly. million platinum in my ship, but I need you know yeah. ten more. Yeah. Um, exactly. I went to every planet, and they were all kind of soulless. Yeah. And yeah, there were a couple of tiny little missions, but yeah, I agree there would be nice and i get the feeling from reading stuff that there is because the um the mako or whatever the little vehicle is in it and they've worked really hard on making it not drive like a paper bag <laughs> um so, so i get the feeling that we're going to get more and it is basically like voyager or star trek yep. isn't it that's yep. the sense i get that andromeda is going to be is like a great new home um, uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and, and that's all about that's all about exploration, you know? That's all about finding yeah, new stuff. And yeah. When you get to a new planet, you really don't want to spin the planet and, and pull up some pieces of platinum. You want to land and no. drive around yeah. and, oh, look, here's some cool stuff, you know? And, ah, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So I suppose, uh, like, leading on from your sort of open-world gambit, I'd say that I'd 
like to um, see some really interesting new cultures, not necessarily just the ones that we already know, mm-hmm. um, um, sort of Grogan's and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, because I thought the Mass Effect games, it's one of the things that really hooked me was walking around the, um, the Citadel and just experiencing all those um you know, alien races. I just thought they were incredible. I did too. Uh, in- yeah. in- incredibly rich cultures all of them had and um Yeah, I mean and they were all uh, some of them were interdependent on one another and stuff. And, yeah. And then yeah. you had like the Elcor, which were like the elephants which were like really slow uh, yeah. speaking and, and they couldn't show emotions, so they said what emotion they were them. trying yeah. to yeah, it was, it was, and they they spoke in like the third person or something, didn't they? I, they didn't have. Oh, was that them first, or was they that... didn't refer to themselves? That's... Yeah, because they say, they, yeah, they said, you know, with trepidation. Right, and, right. Yeah, and yeah, they didn't speak about themselves, did they? Yeah, they were brilliant. And then the jellyfish kind of creatures that were like the Hanar. religious. Yeah, I. Oh, was that what they were called? I, I loved them. Yeah, I see. I thought that there's. I thought the Hanar were stupid. I, I thought. A, I thought they were amazing. I, I, th- I don't think a water-based creature like that would ever get into space. I don't know. That's just me. But. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're being like science guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was cool that they were like these. Preach these street preachers. Well, the, know, cool, the cool thing about them to me was their interaction with the race called the Drell, which were the yeah. uh, the lizard people. Um, and if you got the DLC for Mass Effect Two, you got the Drell assassin, um, oh, and you got to, you got well, you got to do his missions and stuff, and you got to learn about him. So the Drell are lizard people. They're from a dry planet, but they're kind of like the Krogan, where they fought each other too, and they ruined their planet. So the Hanar came and, uh, you know, as a humanitarian thing, collected as many of them as they could and brought them back to their home world to live. Um, but their home world is completely water-filled. Awesome. Right, so, so, they, so the Hanar, I mean, the, uh, the Drell get these diseases, these respiratory diseases because of all the humidity and stuff. But they still yeah. love the Hanar because they save them. Aww. But there's this disease stuff that goes on. And I thought that was a real, I mean, they didn't have to get that detailed into their interaction. No, I just thought it was great. <laughs> I loved that. So I, I, that's what I, I really want to see is more new cultures and um yeah i think you'll get that i think you're gonna get that i really yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i think definitely but you know so i want what i think we're going to get but (laughs) yeah my (laughs) mine's not that imaginative but i'm really looking forward to that aspect of it cool cool uh, my turn. I uh, I would like to see more realistic romance options. Um, I love the fa- I mean, God knows they do more with the romance options than any other game company, and it's more realistic and everything. But still, a lot of it is, you know, give the girl a flower, you know, have a dialogue with her, play her in checkers, and then she goes, hey, when we get to the third cutscene, I'll come sleep with you, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I kind of think it would be... I kind of think it would be kind of cool if you were able to like establish a relationship with somebody and then all along the way stuff happens, you know, maybe she nags you cuz your room is dirty or something. I don't I don't know, but just kind of be a little bit more realistic and uh you know, as opposed to just kind of like basically trying to kind of. trying to go through the motions so you can get to the sex scene. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think you mean, yeah, just sort of like deepen it. Mm-hmm. I think that would yeah. be cool. I don't know if it's even possible to do, but I, I, it would be neat yeah. to see, you know. 
Yeah, it would be cool because I mean that was like central to my game <laughs> was winning Kaiden back when you know because in two your relationship with whoever you had did you have that as well like your relationship was broken because you uh, because Shepard went off with the enemy essentially got rebuilt by the enemy. Oh right, yeah. The uh, yeah. What was it? Um, well, I was with the oh, girl. Um, I can't remember the girl's name. Um. Uh, with the dark hair. Yeah, it's like Abigail yeah. or oh god, I can't something like can't that. Remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She um she came, in Mass Effect two. She comes up to me and she's she's like, oh, you're not the real Shepherd, you know, or whatever. And everything. yeah, and then yeah. She, and then and she's like, you know, basically tells you to go to hell. And then and then she sends you an email later and it's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I hope you'll stay faithful to me. And I'm like, f you, bitch. I'm like, <laughs> forget that. So I immediately found another girlfriend in Mass Effect. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really? I was like, you're like. Oh. You're not gonna spit I, on me and then send me an email and say I hope you stay faithful. I'm like, no, I that's that's kind of lame. <laughs> no, so I did. I basically stayed faithful. I did try to woo the kind of the lizardy guy. Oh, you know the one that sort of sniper. The, the, yeah, he's a cool character. He's a cool. Yeah, he does a not, he does a lot of voices. Um, in not the grizzly guy, the one who is kind of mooning out the window because he was he had was from a dying race or something there's a bit of a pattern with my relationship <laughs> oh that's the that's the drill that's the drill assassin guy we were just talking uh, about is he a drill uh, is he drill yeah I can, but you know there's the other guy as well who's also a bit lizardy uh yeah there yeah, the, yeah yeah he's like shepherd's yeah. best friend right yeah 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 right. yeah but i'm sure you probably have a relationship with him practically have a relationship with everybody else yeah so i tried to woo him but i messed up the mission and so he just sort of sighed and <laughs> <laughs> looked out of the window oh, <laughs> and then i was like okay i'll just stay and try and win caden back so um yeah so that was central to my you know one of my key goals was to win caden back by the end and so that's pretty much all i cared about <laughs> and so yeah i think the relationships are really important part of mass effect so yeah i agree i hope they um deepen them i mean if they can't they've, they've laid the groundwork i mean i don't see why they couldn't especially if you have kind of a new i mean if you if you're a new and inexperienced crew and you're working together yeah stuff you would think that romances would naturally develop in an environment like that you know so yeah i think we yeah. need to explore how that works and maybe you have to make some decisions mm -hmm. in the game where it's like you know you have to promote somebody and one of them's your girl yeah like, so hey, lots what do you of do? conflict yeah, you know? and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that would be good yeah and i was just thinking i wonder um it might be quite nice um so yeah my next choice um uh, would be to maybe have some space flight that's off the the main ship because you know presumably this is going to be quite a big ship with quite a large population um so um you know i guess we'd have little like fighter sort of, or something yeah yeah or just like sort of um short range exploration things with, oh like you know, exploring space yeah that might be yeah, pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. Some sort of like a different aspect to space because whenever we were in space, you didn't really get a feeling of being in space because you're on the ship, just kind of moving around, chatting to people. Yeah, yeah, and that ties in actually with one of mine, um, where I, mm -hmm. I wanted to see, I, I wanted to see some element of space combat. I thought that would be neat too because 
Yeah. In Mass Effect 2, which I'm playing now, I'm replaying it, um, mm-hmm. you know, you do all this stuff to build your ship up, and you have to go on these side missions to get better shields and better... better. Yeah. But then you never really use them except for, like, yeah, in a cutscene. You know, I'd like yeah. to... I'd, I don't know how they would do it if it would be turn-based or real-time or whatever, but I would like to see yeah. actually be able to use your ship, you know, to fight other ships or something. Yeah. They, they must be able Even to Even if it's, like, a strategy-style yeah. thing, because, you know, you could go into the sort of... The, the command room and see the 3D thing with all the systems and stuff and maybe deploy yep. um, sort of little ships, fighter ships and things like that. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, because if you think about it, really, Mass Effect is really a game that takes place on the ground and your ship yeah. is really just kind of, kind of a way to get there. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. And it's just, it's basically just a, pl- a hub like a social hub. <laughs> it's just a place right. to talk to your team. That's true. I never thought of it that way, but you're right. You're so right. <laughs> just a social club to kind of hang out and play pool. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's mine. I sort of, that's, oh, well, we've done two at once there, so I don't really have anything else. The but... only, the only thing I had that I wanted to bring up was, um, uh, I, and they've done this a couple times in a couple of different ways. This is something I don't want to see is um, mm. I don't want to be artificially pushed into doing stuff. Like in Mass mm. Effect 2, you were kind of artificially pushed because you couldn't just go out and explore because every now and then the elusive man would show up and he would say, okay, I've got a mission for you. And you had to do that mission right away and that advanced the plot. And so mm. if, if that happened at the wrong times... You, you, I felt like I was being cut off from some of the side quests and stuff because you know right. because you had to go push forward. I don't know why they did that, but that no. the thing they did in two and then in three, they made you play multiplayer where yeah. it was the only way to get the galaxy readiness above fifty percent. Uh, and then if you, that was so annoying. And then if you didn't play, it slid back down like three percent loss every day. I I I yeah. wanted to be totally free where. You know, I played the multiplayer because it was fun, but I didn't play it for a while because I didn't feel like I didn't want to be pushed into it. And they were yeah, pushing I didn't, it. I didn't play it. Um, um, yeah, it was just so annoying. Cause yeah, I don't want to be. I don't, pushed. I don't, I don't like playing multi multiplayer. You know, I can play MMOs, but when I'm playing a game like that, I just want to play the game, and I certainly don't want my endings depend on. How well you did playing. the multiplayer, yeah. No, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. I totally agree. And I had fun with the multiplayer, and I still mm-hmm. resented being pushed into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I want the single player game to be completely free of multiplayer, and I want the single player game to be completely free of these artificial pushes that push me along the plot line. I want to be able to. Yeah. I want to be able to explore and 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 explore experience the world and talk to the people and do everything at my own speed. And if that means it takes me four months to finish the game, then that. That's how I want to be able to play. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all yeah. I had to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, I was, so reading the interview, I thought um, it sounded quite interesting the way they've kind of. Um, it's almost as if humanity isn't central to because they're exploring new uh, a new galaxy, so there's not an established 
you know, human Cuban. colonies and stuff, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think that's quite interesting. So I think, um, you know, maybe a lot of the things you said about new cultures and relationships and things will, and, and also more planet-based stuff, you know, as part of the exploration will probably come to pass because otherwise we won't be doing anything with anyone. That's <laughs> true. Um, so it would be quite interesting having a thing in space where humanity is the alien as opposed to the other. Oh, um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, so I think that's quite interesting story uh, starting point. I like tell. that. I didn't really consider yeah. that. That's going to be pretty cool. You know, you're not you're because yeah. humans in every space game really are, are always kind of like you know central uh, to every yeah you know so. yeah. And it's like and and will we be necessarily good? You know, we can't assume that we'll be the good guys and everything we do will be good for that galaxy or those people or well the other thing that'll be interesting and this is sometimes explored in in some space tv shows like babylon 5 and stuff where Mm -hmm. uh the technology levels like you know um you know everything everything was pretty even in the mass effect game it'd be interesting if you know there's a society that's just you you know we're showing up in our spaceship and we think we're the badasses, yeah. and it's like, you know, yeah. we're like in a Model T Ford or something based on what yeah. they have. You know, and not that they're necessarily evil, but, you know, because they, no. they've done the you know no. the Borg thing where it's like, you know, they're, yeah. they're superior in every way and they're hostile. Um, yeah. You know, just like just just a, just a race that happens to be way technically advanced than us and how they and how they deal with us, you know, and, it, yeah. you know, are they yeah. going to be annoyed by us? Are they going to find us quaint or, you know, it'd be interesting yeah. to see how they how they play that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, excited for this game. I suppose the one final thing that everybody wants for the new Mass Effect game is a good ending. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you think they sent the developers to, like, you know, story classes or something? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Creative writing 101. (laughs) I mean, endings are difficult. They are difficult. So um, Yeah, but video game game designers are just so bad at it. I don't, it's just... Oh, I know. They are notoriously bad. I mean, we talk about the, we talk about Mass Effect 3. I was just, I was thinking about the, the, the Deus Ex human revolution game where you literally i mean it's beautiful game great plot but the second one i'm just about to play that so don't tell me anything don't spoil it i won't spoil anything it's the it's the most recent it's the most recent one before yeah 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 and i I won't tell you and but the ending literally has they literally have three buttons and again and it's like you're in a position where okay if you want I mean, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not doing an analogy. There are three buttons and it's like, it's like push this button to kill this faction and help this faction become great. Push this button to make this faction go on top, push this button to kill everybody. And it's like, really? You come down to a three button on a game like this. That's so epic and amazing. You come down to a three button choice. Um, Actually, I, I, I'm sorry. There are four buttons. There's a hidden button that you can find too. For a fourth ending, but but yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know why guys, uh, you know, and and girls in, you know, I mean, you've got people. I mean, you've got people. They're bringing in people like like Rihanna Pritchett, uh, you know, that that are that are great storytellers. I don't know why. Amy Amy Hennig. Yeah, mean... yeah. I mean, I don't know why they can't get a good ending. So please, guys, yeah. get a good ending. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I think I think they'll be uh they'll be trying really hard I think. Oh, and it, and it, and 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 to expand on that, an ending that matters, where 
your choice yeah. has actually meant something to the yeah. to the ending yeah. piece. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. Yeah. Not, it not doesn't a, come down to a flip of a coin. You know, we're we're not asking for much, right? No. <laughs> Just exploration, deep relationships, <laughs> space combat, and open world, and brilliant ending, and a good story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much and can we have it for 10 bucks <laughs> oh yeah that'd be nice too and, and lots of free DLC content <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no no I'll happily pay for the next uh, Mass Effect so I me too that's that's our those are our wants for the next Mass Effect Andromeda so let us know um what you're looking forward to, what you want to see, and give us a like, give us a comment. We're on iTunes, we are on YouTube, we're on GameIndustry.com. Uh, where else are we? We're everywhere. Oh, uh, we're yeah, <laughs> Facebook. Uh, we're everywhere. We're on Twitter at Gin Lounge. Um, we're everywhere. Yeah. Follow, follow. Oh, that's actually I'm plugging my show. I'm sorry. Do you, you oh my you, God! It's a pirate. You have, do you have a Twitter? <laughs> well, do you have a Twitter? Hook supply. Do you have a <laughs> I apologize. Do you have a Twitter feed for your show? No, we don't. Oh, there so you go. It's just. It's just at Shella.Ramanan if you want to chat to me or Drew. Or just leave comments on the uh, on the uh, on the website or on the um, uh, YouTube. And I I must apologize. My influence has made your show run way over time again. I know. No. Yeah. We we do half an hour shows now, so you're okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Drew talks too much for fifteen minutes. I saw that your shows were getting longer, but I didn't realize yeah, that was a policy yeah. decision. <laughs> Yeah, Drew. Drew wanted to go a bit more in depth, so we've expanded. I I love so. I love listening to Drew. He is he is a real um he gets really deep into the stuff. Yeah, I think I think you got a really good he's, partner there. Yeah, he's a good sage like co-host to have, and we do tend to go off on tangents about films, <laughs> which is always fun. <laughs> Cool, cool. So, we'd better wrap it. Thanks for um, stepping into the breach. Absolutely. Uh, whilst Drew is away. Anytime. But Drew will be back next week, and uh, we have an exciting uh, guest coming on talking about virtual reality with us. An expert, a proper grown up person with like letters before their name and after their name and things. So, yeah. I have letters in my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's a professor so yeah so it's going to be exciting to listen to her cool. I'm uh, and that's it All right, well, that's, that's it we've got to go All right, well, this is where <laughs> I say bye and Drew says cheerio <laughs> alright I'll try go ahead Okay. until next time John cheerios <laughs> <laughs> bye